everybody, and welcome into the New England Speed Journal's Base Camp Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Wilbur. I am without uh, my co-host, Mike Speechin, today. He's in the back doing some boot business or something. I don't know. We are here live at the Country Ski Expo in Hanover, uh, taking place this weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I've been here for about half an hour. It's pretty exciting. There's a lot going on. The sales are fantastic. And we're going to be here for the next hour or so to introduce you to some of the flavors and what to expect here at the the expo all weekend long. So we're going to have a long line of guests here. But my first here is Jay Stenson. He is the marketing director and third generation Stenson of the Country Ski and Sports stores. And he joins me now here to talk about the Country Ski Expo. Jay, welcome. Thanks, Eric. Yeah. No problem. So this is is fantastic. This is the fourth year you've had this, correct? Fourth year in Hanover, yes. And as most people know, we were the retailer in the seaport until COVID. Right. Uh, but once once COVID happened and the city shut down that year, we said, why not have it here? And it turned out to be a huge success. And it was a lot easier for us to keep all the product in one place. Yeah, I, get, I thought about that today. I, was, I thought as I was driving here... How nice it must be to have the warehouse and all the product here rather than schlepping it all into Boston, wondering what kind of trek that was for you. We used to rent eight 18-wheeler trailers, wow. go in on Monday before the show and set up over the course of a few days. And then once the show ended Sunday night, we had to be out of there by midnight. So it was hectic, <laughs> to say the least. So to be able to have it here in our backyard in our full-time warehouse and really just rearrange things and open the doors to the public and, and the people we see every day in the stores already is is so much better and that seems to be a huge success and i gotta say it's really grown i i wasn't here last year i was here two years ago and this is just beyond what i expected it to be just the way you've connected everything and the way the vendors are here and it's, it's a really lively atmosphere and we're talking this is the, the first day and the first hours of it so i can only imagine the weekend's going to be pretty hopping here yeah, and the, uh, to, to your point, we rent out the space next door, these, the baseball club, and uh, it's full of exhibitors, and it continues to grow each year. And it's nice to see more and more resorts from New England have buy-in into our show and come and offer those exclusive discounts, whether it's lift tickets, season passes, and whatnot. Yep. Right here we have Saddleback, we have Icon Pass, Sugarbush, Whaleback, Tenny, Blue Hills. It's here. Mm. Okay. Gunstock. Blue Hills. Blue Hills. Smugglers, Bolton Valley, Waterville. Waterville. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Excellent. <laughs> nice. So they're offering deals. They're offering just conversation about skiing, which has gotten started this year. What are some of the highlights of the show? Why do people want to come here the most? Apart from saving a ton of money on everything you need head to toe skiing, it's always just a great way to kick off winter, whether you're coming alone or with the family. You walk through the exhibitor area. You get to talk to all these people who are so excited about winter. You get to fill a bag full of swag, right, which everybody loves free stuff. Of who doesn't? And then make your way to the retail area. We have a bunch of professionals here to help you, whether you need ski boots, snowboard boots, the hard goods, right, or you're just looking for a new outfit, right? We have reps from all sorts of brands, which you'll hear from in a few minutes, and the long story short is it's one-stop shopping at a discount with a friendly face. Yeah, and I saw some of the prices in there, and I saw some jackets I had my eye on already, so I'm going to be making a, a trip in there soon. What kind of vendors do you have uh, at the show? So in terms of vendors, we have most of the major retailers in the ski industry, whether it's Marker Dobella, Vocal, Atomic, Technica, Blizzard, Solomon. I mean, 
I'm going to forget people on this list, but basically if you've stood in a lift line and seen someone's cool skis, odds are they're here. Nice. Excellent. And so if someone does want to buy skis, they come in here, what, what kind of process should they expect? It's really driven a lot by the consumer first. So if you know what you want, come in and find someone, and we'll find it. We'll tell you exactly where it is. And if you're green to the sport, you're not really sure what you're looking for, that's where the value of all of our seasoned professionals come in. We have a conversation with the skier, find out who you are as a skier, and that's something that you can't do online. And then from there, put you in the right stuff that fits your budget. You work in the Hampton store, correct? Yes. So what is it like working in that store and you're trying to sell skis, and then you're, but at the same time there's an expo going on like in the near future? How do you balance that? Well, we always kind of start the season off in all three stores, not just Hanson, with the lease program. Yep. And we open August 1st every year starting the lease program, which is very popular. And there's always a chance to save in the summer, right? And for those consumers who maybe missed the boat in August and September – they know that the leftover stuff is going to be here. Mm-hmm. Some of them hold out, which is fine. It's always great to have more people come. And if not, they're still getting a deal in the store. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. We've, I don't think, ever sold something at full retail price mm-hmm. just because skiing's already expensive enough, right? Yes. We try to make it affordable for families and for the average skier to get out there, have a good time, get the right equipment, and really feel good about what they bought, not have that buyer's remorse. Right. And the lease program that you mentioned is one of the most popular in the in New England just because of the value it gives you, the free lift ticket to Saddleback. I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. The lease program has been a huge success for us since uh, we started it a few years ago now. Like you mentioned, any child 18 years or younger gets a season's pass to Saddleback. So the fact that there's a mountain out there willing to offer free skiing for the entire year is huge. Right. So you're talking about getting families out there affordably. I mean, what better way to do that other than save on lift tickets? And for those who haven't been to Saddleback, it might be a, another hour drive, but you are in the middle of skiing heaven, really. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean it's, it's one of the most unique mountains out there, and they get the best snow, in my opinion, and we're just really fortunate to have that relationship with them. And, of course, you have all the added benefits of leasing. As your kids grow, you have growing pains, so to speak. And if, if the boot doesn't fit halfway through the year or your child is complaining about this, that, or the other, come on in. We're happy to help swap things out. And like it was mentioned on the last podcast, actually, the value of the lease is also the labor included. You know, it takes a lot to adjust the binding correctly, make sure everyone's skiing safely. It takes a lot to tune a ski. And when you add it all up a la carte, it's almost the same price as the lease. Mm -hmm. But then you have to go buy the equipment. Yep. So the lease program is cheaper at the end of the day for families, and it's also more convenient. I've seen a lot of families with three kids try to shuffle their inventory down through their generations, and someone always needs a different boot or a different (laughs) ski. Right. And you end up, you know, with a, a garage full of old ski equipment that used to fit someone and that's where we come in and it takes the headache away. Awesome. Yeah, I, I can speak from experience that the program was fantastic for, for my children. And just getting rid of the headache of needing to rent in the morning was from someone that wanted his kids to ski and wanted to enjoy it, but wanted to avoid the headaches of seeing these angry parents all there. It was a very, it was a very nice blessing to have that. 
Mm-hmm. We also have a beer garden. Stellwagen Brewery from Marshfield and a few others have teamed up to bring an exclusive beer, actually, that we collabed with. Oh, wow. The Daffy, a New England-style IPA that dropped today. It's very tasty. Very cool. We have food trucks every day. Right now, Sarcastic Swine from Abington is out there. Mm-hmm. Some of the best barbecue in the area, if you ask me. My good friends at Slack Tide, they have their coffee truck here. They're awesome. For those who need that extra little boost in the morning like I did. And it's just it's it's really just a great place to spend an hour or two or more and talk to friends that you didn't know you had because they're all in the same same realm of interest, which is skiing and, and it's really easy to talk about skiing because it's really fun. Right? And that's the point. Have a good time. And of course, when it comes to the retail area, we have current year equipment marked down, of course. Um, and also, we have some of that leftover stuff just because we have three stores that not everything sells every year. And consumers can come in and expect discounts up to 60% on a pair of skis. I mean, I sold a K2 not 10 minutes ago that was $800 off retail price. Wow. Uh, and that person is smiling ear to ear. I think I saw that guy walking out yeah. with, the, with the skis. He was on cloud nine. So hours 11 to 7, oh, yeah, Thursday, yes. Friday, and Saturday. And then Sunday we'll be here 11 to 5. 389 Columbia Road in Hanover. The warehouse is located right behind Tractor Supply Company. There's plenty of signage outside. You can't miss it. And there's plenty of parking around. You can get in here. I want to thank you for joining me, Jay. Pleasure. I know you're going to get back to selling some skis, and that's the the main point of this weekend. Go enjoy yourself and talk skiing with a lot of people. We'll catch up later. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Jay Stenson. uh, We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the New England Ski Journal's Base Camp Podcast. We are here live at the Country Ski Expo in Hanover. Joining me, our next guest here is Evan Ricker from Oakley, New England. Evan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. How is this, the Country Ski Expo, treating you so far? Oh, it's great. We just opened up. This is Thursday, so the first day of the sale. And, uh, yeah, they were lined up at the door. Oh, wow. Excellent. So tell me about some of the things you're going to be doing here over the weekend. So we have multiple brands specifically for eyewear, goggles, and I'll be selling helmets and all sorts of different goggles. And what are some of the the top models this year? So right now, the Flight Deck with Oakley in multiple sizes is our top model, bestseller. The Line Miner is also, it's a full frame premium goggle in multiple sizes. That would be our second bestseller. Nice. Yeah. And what is it like selling goggles to, in an environment like this? Are people excited? That they just oh, especially today, snow just happened up in the northern right. area, in New England, and people are excited. Yeah, it's the beginning of the season, and the environment is really, really good. Everyone's excited. There's a lot of education going on. So some people don't know that there are low light lenses for when it's really dark out or that there are contrast enhancing lenses that we have with Oakley called Prism so or even how to maintain a goggle so it's just something that it's cool to be able to educate and get that excitement going for the season. Yeah, I've been an Oakley customer for, God, since probably 91, so we're talking 30-plus years. Mm-hmm. But I did buy my first pair of Oakley goggles in the spring, and I haven't used them yet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very excited to get out there and, and pop them on and see. And I know I'm going to expect a difference from Oakley because that's the Oakley product. Mm-hmm. I think when you have used it over a certain period of time, you can recognize that. Oh, totally. Yeah. So the brand itself is just known for innovation and quality. We're best in class, 100% optically correct with 0% distortion. Our fog films, three times the industry standard. 
And that's kind of the quality that we bring to the table with our product, and that's why people kind of come to us every time. So not everyone knows what the contrast enhancing is. Right. Um, that's kind of been a thing as of late. How do people, how do, um, when people come in, they don't know anything about goggles. I don't know anything about goggles, right? If I come in and I want to buy a pair, how do you start with me, like, teaching me about the features the goggles has? Oh, it's funny. So people usually come in and, and they don't know what they need either. They might know a price. But so we'll start off with where where are they going? Are they fair weather skiers or are they at night? Are they going to watch you sit when it's dark out, right? So you're not going to use the same lens in the day as you would at the night. And then also we go over some new technology. So everyone's kind of getting into contrast enhancement. With Oakley, we've been doing it almost 20 years now and and that seems to be a big talking point is that prism lens technology and that allows you to be able to see bumps it gives you added contrast everything uh, that you wouldn't be able to see when it gets real flat and everyone can benefit from that doesn't matter if you're a pro skier um, you just started snowboarding whatever whatever you are you that's going to help your day or night I, i agree with that just just from my experience with regular oakley glasses Going into the snow goggles, I, I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about from those experiences. The last question for you, what, what's the top-selling product for you? Top-selling product this year, I would say, would be the Flight Deck in medium. And then also we're offering multiple lens options that get you a Prism Clear lens, which is a new lens. Mm-hmm. It's, it was, we developed it with some Olympians and some high-level athletes that had to perform under the lights. Those options have been really popular to uh, give you the best vision in low-light conditions. What about size? You mentioned in medium. What are the size differences? Oh, yeah. So we have youth sizes, and then in most frames, we have a small, a medium, and a large. Okay. So that way it can fit someone someone might be a large helmet and a medium goggle. So we really can kind of tailor the fit to the person. Awesome. All right. And so if, if people are coming here to the show, they want goggles, who are they going to ask for? They're going to ask for Evan Ricker at Evan Oakley. Ricker. There he is. <laughs> Evan Ricker at Oakley right here at the table, and he will be at the show all weekend. Go find him. Get yourself a pair of Oakleys. We'll be right back. Our next guest joining me at the table here is Pearson Neal. He's with the Reese Sales Group that covers New England. We're going to talk about Nordica boots. Reese, welcome to the show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pearson, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell me, what do you what do you have going on this, this weekend? Well, we're down here at the Country Ski Expo. It's a great time. There's uh, great prices on, on all the gear that is down here. Specifically, we, we have Nordica boots down here. We've had a big clientele come through this morning, been fitting them, getting them out the door, setting them up with new skis, and away they go, getting ready for the season. I got to tell you, this year I have my eye on a new pair of boots. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet. I'm just kind of looking around. Yeah. I had Nordicas for years, and then I went about 10 years ago, shifted over to a more sturdy race boot for some God-known reason, and the pain it gave me for five or six years was abhorrent. And all I could think of was my Nordicas. Where are my Nordicas? Where are my Nordicas? And it has, can you tell us about the brand and some of the features that it's had over the years that make it one of the top lines out there? 
Yeah, so like our, our machine family of boots is sort of like our meat of the market for boots. We make a boot that fits every foot out there. So our machine our machine family, starting at the top with a pro machine, that's your 98 lasted. It's going to be a more performance fit boot with a little bit narrower last. Then it's jumped into the speed machine, sort of your 100 last. That's uh, a lot of people have a little bit wider foot. Mm-hmm. But um, all these boots are very performance oriented. And then you hop into that uh, sport machine model. So this is men's and women's I'm talking about in the machine family. And the sport machine comes in at a 102 last, so it's a little bit more comfort fitting. Um, overall, all of our boots are, are selling very well. Uh, we have a new boot that is a, it's out, been out about three years now. It's called the HF, mm-hmm. so we, HF Nordica. It's a 102 lasted boot. It, it's a completely new remodeled, I'd want to say, close to a rear entry boot. It's a problem right. solver in the ski market that we have now. For those people that have trouble buckling their boots, getting into boots with ankle issues, the older generations that want to go out and ski but, again, have trouble getting into the boots. It's a, it's a real problem solver that we've come out with that's it has been a huge hit over the last three years. It's a, it's a growing trend in, in our brand. Yeah, I feel guilty because I've always kind of liked the rear entries, and yeah. I've always been made fun of for that. Until I met Dan Egan over there, who's another fan of the rear entry, and I felt like I was justified a little bit. What kind of boots, what's the boot buying process going to be like here this weekend? So today you'll come in, we'll sit you down, we'll measure your foot, get your size, and then we'll we'll sort of get your width from there and go go pick out a few boots that we think will, will work best. We talk to you a little bit, your ability of skiing. You're out there every day, you're skiing 100 days a year, you're skiing five days a year. What do you want in a boot? Do you want comfort? Do you want performance? What are you looking for? What is it as a boot fitter that you just met this person right, and they're telling you how they ski or what they ski? How can you even begin to think about what sort of boot is going to be good for that sort of foot? You just you dive in head first and, and get into their life, right? Uh-huh. Ask them all the simple questions that they know the answers to, and you can sort of go off of that. How do you know when they're lying? Like, if they say they can do something, you're like, yeah, you can't do that. Ah, uh, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so what sorts of boots do you have available here? All those models you mentioned? Or yep, the- yep, we do have all those models. We have the full machine family of boots here. We have the HF. We actually have a new boot that we just released this year called the Unlimited. So mm-hmm. it's more of your all-mountain. It's a, it's a hike boot, so you do have the walk and ski mode availability in that boot. I've actually actually sold a pair already today, so it was the first boot out the door this morning. Excellent. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a great show. Come down. We're here to help. We have a, we have a number of people from our sales agency here to help on the ski wall as well as the boot fitting process. It's going to be a great show. And what does that mean on the ski? What does that entail? On the, the ski, ski wall? wall? Yeah. Ski wall is the same thing. It's coming in for boots. You have a, a skier that comes in. They, they're looking for a beginner model skier. Or they're looking for something that, that, that's that expert model ski. We have everything on the wall Nordica here that we could sell them. Awesome. And are you expecting big crowd this weekend? I think it's going to be good. It's I mean, good. This I mean, is Thursday. It's pretty packed for Thursday at like th- 2 in the afternoon. Thursday, it opened at 11, and the boot pit has been slammed since. So. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I wish you all the success in the, in the world this weekend. If you're looking for boots, come here and check out Pearson Neal. <laughs> Buy a pair of Nordica boots. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot, Pearson. Thank you very much. Thanks. Welcome back to the New England Ski Journal's Base Camp Podcast. We're live here at the Country Ski Expo in Hanover, Massachusetts. My next guest needs no introduction, although maybe he does because he's got a new job as the general manager of Tenney Mountain in New Hampshire. A, jo- a, a career move that I found. Now, mind you, I wrote this man's biography. This was a career move that I found out about on Facebook. So welcome to the show, <laughs> Dan Egan. How you doing, Eric? Doing What's great. happening? I appreciate that you choked over the word job because <laughs> I tend to do that myself. I have to take a big, deep breath with that one. <laughs> it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So tell me about Tenny. Like, what's happening this year at Tenny? Well, first of all, we're, we're back. 
We're going to open yep. December 23rd, official opening at Tenney Mountain. An exciting, independent, family-focused resort, value option in the face of all the corporate giants, Eric. Uh, that That's true. And, I mean, it's unbelievable that you are attaching on to an independent resort or independent ski, ski area. What you obviously had this role at Tenney, what, 30 years ago. Yeah. Now you're coming back to it. What looks the same? What's different? Well, the mountain is still there, right? That's what I love about it. The, the mountain is, the uniqueness of Tenney Mountain is still there. The fall line, the glades, the length of Tenney, a lot of, lot of vertical at Tenney. But obviously, over the last 20 plus years, the infrastructure is not the same. So we're revitalizing all the lifts, patching all the snowmaking pipe, figuring out where they haven't stole all the copper wire for the power and uh, putting it back together. So Humpty Dumpty's coming back together. We're going to have... Um, the triple chairlift, our intermediate chairlift open for recreational skiing. The summit's going to be adventure side country. Might not be groomed. Uh, come on up and ski old school. Incredible. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there an excitement in the area for the, the rebirth here? Tenny's one of those ski areas where there's so much support locally and so many deep, loyal fans. And here at the ski show, at the ski expo, a lot of support. And throughout throughout New England, we feel it. My phone's been going crazy. Hey, you're back and excited, and and we feel it. And, and what I see is a lot of the independents, where it's Whaleback, Bolton, Magic, Tenny, there's a real need for this in the marketplace, and we're happy to be back. Well, there's a real gravitation for those places, too, right? Like, people want to go to those places and experience that ski area experience. I mean, look when Black went under for yeah. uh, the whole week it went under. Like, and the, the reaction that people had and, and their hearts were pouring out and the Indy Pass, good for them for, for stepping in and saving them. But you can recognize this sort of bond that people have with these ski areas. And I think Tenny is definitely one of those. It's a generational sport, right? Somebody learned to ski there from their parents and they're teaching their kids. They want to come back and they know the value of being at a family focused resort. Uh, you don't have to lock up your stuff in the base lodge. Uh, you can park in the, in the parking lot. That whole corporate thing is gone. People will say hi to you. They'll get to know you. And you'll be transformed by, by that double lift because you'll be sitting and having a conversation or riding up alone looking around that's kind of lost with the big six-packs. So tell me about what you're doing at the show. What do you got going on here all weekend? Well, it's nice. To, look, this show has grown a lot, Eric. You, no you've kidding. You've seen it. I it's mean, incredible. It's amazing. People everywhere. So many more exhibitors. Yep. When I did this, I don't know if it was three or four years ago, is not many of us here. But yeah, I've got all my books, our book, of course, mm -hmm. for sale, Tenny Mountains here. And I'm happy to be right next to Big Blue, Mount Blue, of where course. it all began. Perfect. Um, so it's kind of nice. We've got a little sort of independent corner here going, and I love that. Whaleback's right across the street, so right across the aisle. So what I like about this is people. Everybody comes in, they're yep. friendly, they talk, and their kids are getting new equipment. They're getting new equipment. It's that time of year, right? Uh, if something doesn't fit, you're going to get new kit. There's a new product out there, and everything's right here at the expo. And people love to talk skiing, and I, I think I do too. I think I do too. <laughs> yeah, you can really feel the energy here. Yeah. It's, it's undeniable. When you walk in, and like you said, I was here a couple of years ago for the first time, and it's like it was good. But this is, they, they've really done yeoman's work, and, and the energy here is palpable. Really great way to get into the year of uh, excitement for skiing. What else you got going on this winter? I love my winters, and I've got a lot going on. I'm still running my camps out in Big Sky. If you want to come skiing with me, I do my early bird camp out there in December, and then my steep camps start up in January and February. 
And I know I've invited you. I've got a few seats left on my heli. I know. In Alaska, March 2nd through 9th. We rented the whole lodge. We've got two birds. It's a private trip. Anybody out there, you're insane not to go. And track me down at SkiClinics.com. Awesome. Are they kicking us out? What's going on? Sugarbush is always exciting. Oh. And I think they're rehiring my brother. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> Ooh. Not sure. On that end, Dan Egan, ladies and gentlemen. Dan, thanks for joining us. Hope to see you on the hill. All right. Take care. All right. We'll be back right after this. All right. Welcome back to the New England Ski Journal's Base Camp podcast. We're live at the Country Ski Expo in Hanover, Massachusetts, and we've got a bunch of guests here. Our next guest is Jim Izzo from Rosignal Snowboards. Jim, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. How's, how are things going here so far? Things are great. Country Ski is a great shop. They carry tons of different stuff, and we're here basically Thursday through Sunday doing a big giant sale. So skis, snowboards, Helmets, goggles, anything you need for the winter season is here at a pretty good discount. So can you talk about some of the the highlights you have, some of the top snowboards you have on? Yeah, so here at uh, Rosignol, and uh, here we're doing, at Country Ski, they have Rosignol snowboards. We also have K2 Ride. We got some from Capita and stuff. So we're kind of here answering questions and stuff like that to the people who come in, what size they need, what kind of gear they should be on to make turns or play in the park on the snowboard excellent and what is a what, what is a, a buying experience like for someone if someone's coming in here and wants to buy a snowboard what what so, kind of steps do they put them through yeah so what we kind of do here is we ask you the same questions if we were buying snowboards or the people who know about skis mm-hmm. what kind of snowboarder are you basically are you riding green terrain blue black diamonds do you want to do trees and bumps just making turns or basically do you want to be in the park and stuff like that so everything you know about a ski all mountain skis, basically making turns and stuff, would be your directional snowboards. Mm-hmm. Everything in the park is more twin tip. So same thing as twin tip skis mounted in the center, ride them forward or backwards the same way. Awesome. I did see when I was in the, the retail area before that Rosignol is offering a free lift ticket to a handful of ski areas yeah. with the purchase of a pair of skis. What is that? Yeah, so what works out really good, we've been doing it for a bunch of years now. It's a New England-based program. So it gives you six free ski lift tickets to different mountains. One's Butternut, mm-hmm. Waterville Valley, Wachusett, Cranmore, Ragged Mountain and stuff. And what it is, it's a program that our New England reps developed to basically say, hey, thanks for supporting Rosinol and buying the Rosinol product, but also, too, thanks for going to your local shop. So if you happen to buy your stuff online or somewhere else, you don't get that lift ticket mm-hmm. program, which is real, real nice. So it's great for the shops, but also great for the customers too. There's some blackout dates and stuff like that to use them. But basically, if you only use two out of the, the five or six lift tickets, there's a couple hundred bucks off the price of your ski snowboard or ski boot. Yeah, that was my next question. I wasn't sure if it was one ticket or one ticket to each No, you get one area, ticket to each one of which those. Which is a steal because, like you said, like we're talking Waterville, Cranmore right there. I mean, that's a couple hundred bucks of the lift ticket Yeah, for both of those. So, yeah. yeah, put them towards a pair of skis or snowboard and go skiing. Go use them. Yeah, exactly. And even people who are coming up that say they have the passes and stuff like that, yeah, it's like the Epic Pass or the Icon Pass. It sure. works out great, but here, here's maybe a place that you've never been before. So you go up on a Wednesday, doesn't cost you anything to try out a new mountain, and it kind of spreads it around, and also, too, you get a new experience. I got to say, that's one of the things I miss of ski years past is that ability to go to the expos and to get lift tickets here, lift tickets there, because everyone has their, their, their passes. So discount tickets are kind of a thing of the past, and I do miss 
having that variety, being able to ski at different places that you've never done before. Right, exactly. I try to do it just as a personal thing. I try to ski at a mountain in New England or somewhere that I've never been to at least once, Mm -hmm. whether it's a tiny small mountain or something big like snow and stuff like that. It's just fun to do, you know what I mean? And it gives you a different experience, a different way of skiing or snowboarding. What's your favorite place to ski? So me, I really, I'm from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm out of. So the closest place for me to get a good mountain experience is Mount Snow. They have a great park in Corinthia, trees and bumps and stuff. I'm a big tree and bump guy. But trees and bumps are really nice up at Stowe and Jay. So when I can make the travel up there, that's where I usually head. I know it's really nice powder days and stuff. Yeah. Do you ever ski in Connecticut? I do. I actually worked for a small mountain in Connecticut, Mount Southington, yep. which is right outside of Hartford. I taught there for the last 28 years. Oh, nice. So I'm actually taking a year off from teaching to go snowboarding more this oh, year. So, fantastic. yeah. So I get some trips planned and just kind of bopping around and stuff. So, yeah, it'll be good. Where are you going? Um, we might be heading out to uh, British Columbia again. I did some heli boarding there a few years ago out in Whistler Blackcomb. So, plan is to maybe go back out there and do it again. And then, you know, hitting all the, all the different places in New England and stuff. So, fantastic. just getting on the board more, teaching less. How's the, how's the vibe been on this first day here? Seems it's like good. It's been- yeah, there's definitely people purchasing stuff. The vibe here is great. They have a nice beer truck there. They have food outside. And like I said, people who ski and snowboard are super friendly to begin with. So it's a good vibe out in the hill. Same vibe in here. Yes, it is. So you can find him here all weekend, right? You'll be yep, here I'll be here. Weekend. We'll be here all weekend, basically Thursday through Sunday. Awesome. Jim Izzo, he's here at the Country Ski Expo. He'll be here all weekend. Thanks, Jim, for joining us. No problem. Stop by um, and say hi. We'll be right back. <laughs> My next guest is Sam Tenenbaum. He's representing Teton Gravity Research here at the show. Sam, welcome. Thank you very much. It's been a great experience so far. Looking forward to the next three days as well. So what do you have going on this weekend at the show? What, what are you offering people? So what we do with the Teton Gravity Research, if you haven't heard of us before, we are a cinematography company that puts out two to three films every year, skiing, snowboarding, some surfing, big time adventure sports company, and here this weekend in Hanover, we have the Stokemobile, which is the East Coast representation for the company. They're based out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Not a lot of people know about TGR on the East Coast. So the, what we do is we go to music festivals, expositions like this, ski resorts. So we're gearing up for a big season, and the best way to do that is to also be a part of Icon and Sugarbush and all the mountains that are offering their ski um, their ski lifts right now. Now, you, you know I live in a different ski world, because when you say people on the East Coast don't know who TGR is, I'm like, wow! But that's because they've been one of my favorites for, for two decades. Um, how, what is it like introducing TGR to an East Coast audience when everything is West Coast? Well, it's lovely to hear you say that. So that's I'm going to ride on that one for a little <laughs> bit. But yeah, when people come up and don't, don't know TGR, aren't aware of TGR, it's simply just telling them that there's a bunch of films out there for the last 26 years, I believe. It's, it started in... 1996. Yeah, 95, 96. Yeah, so around there. And things like Tangerine Dream, if you drop the name Tangerine Dream to someone, someone will pope their head up and be like, wow, that's that's TGR? Okay. So they know the films, but they don't necessarily know that it's coming out of Teton Gravity Research. So we kind of give them a background. The films are being played. We just have, we actually have a film release premiere in Boston next week. We had a couple in Portsmouth and up in Portland last week. So we just go around and drop it. Right now it's called Legend Has It. It's a skiing one. And uh, it's pretty phenomenal. If you have a chance to check it out, definitely check out the website. Grab those tickets. They're going hot right now. So what, So who's in that in that film? Like, what are some of the ski stars? And what's it like doing a ski film now? Warren Miller is, well, they're sort of still there, but not really. And they're doing like a highlight film. And you guys are just still chugging along, like giving original content all over the place. 
Yeah, I mean, we're, we're really blessed with uh, having innovative directors and people that have a vision that is beyond just how to be a skier and how to be a snowboarder and how to really get the most out of the mountain. It's really kind of just, it's it's a cliche, but they live the dream. It's on the Stokemobile, it's it's put on the website, they kind of do it, it's part of their MO, it's part of their, their it's in their blood, they live the dream. And so a lot of the athletes, Jim Ryan, Kai Jones, a lot of these athletes have the same mentality about how to approach life and how to approach this sport that you have a passion for that burns fire you know much much more than the sun so it's fascinating to see because sometimes these athletes pop by jim ryan was in last year's expo Mm -hmm. um some of them come by most of them are based in the west coast so they're going to be in oregon they're going to be in california representing for those film premieres and it's just cool to just meet this this guy, this woman who's skiing, just vaunting down this mountain at an incredible speed and incredible class. And you get to shake their hand and be like, tell me how, show me how. <laughs> and it's pretty, it's pretty admirable. I, we, we had Todd, Todd Jones on the podcast a few weeks ago. Oh. And I, I, I've talked to him in the past about Kai growing up and how he witnesses this child in front of him turning into this superstar skier. What's it like working with that guy? I, unfortunately, I haven't had the chance to work with Kai. He is just coming back from a, a pretty severe injury last right, right, year that he right, he's, yeah. he's been working through, and I think he's he's just itching to get back. From what from what I've heard from the higher ups, he's bouncing back in a, like a month or two. He's going to start doing the black diamonds up there. But you know, at his age, he's sixteen, seventeen. He's got to take it slow, mm-hmm. and I think he's just like he just wants to gear up and get after it because he has so many phenomenal athletes surrounding him that are teaching him, that are telling him, that are kind of coaching him and guiding him and he's getting to the point where he now can be you know the guru for the next class of 10 12 year olds that are coming up that want to take the the mantle and i don't think he's going to give it up (laughs) if i'm honestly i don't think he will but it's you know everyone appreciates the competition so he's gonna he's gonna welcome whoever wants to come and uh ski next to him or snowboard next to him and you know build the next the next group the next crew that'll that'll take over the mountains right so, Legend Has It has a lot of dates in New England over the next few weeks. Boston next week? Boston next week, yes, sir. Okay, excellent. And there's another movie that's making the rounds, too, correct? Yeah, the name of it is slipping me, but we have two premieres that are going on at the simultaneously. I believe it's on the West Coast right now. I think it is in Washington. But that one is, I believe, snowboarding. Yep, yeah. right, right, right. And so, where are you from? I live in Queens. In Queens. So, yeah. where do you go skiing um, or snowboarding? This is pretty funny. I don't ski or snowboard. <gasps> yeah. But we do sell dead merch. So if you like Grateful Dead, which I love Grateful Dead. That's I, how lo- I, got I, love that. I love that collaboration. <laughs> so how did you get started with TGR? So my my close friend, my neighbor for 20 years, Nick Roberts, he runs the Stokemobile. Mm-hmm. He's been driving it up and down the East Coast. And I had some free time last week and this week to be able to help him out. And he left for the Grand Canyon today to oh. start a uh, four-week-long rafting trip through the Grand Canyon. He Very won the cool. lottery, and he said, I'm going. That's and awesome. I said, I'll take whatever you're supposed to do. I'll handle it. I want you to get out there. He's a whitewater rafter. He snowboards a little bit, but his his blood is, is cool. 
is with the Rapids, so he's out there and he's enjoying it. So shout out to Nick Roberts. Love you. Come back when you want to come back. <laughs> and uh, what else can we find? What can people find in the Stilquimpeel? What else is um, there? We got a couple new releases if you enjoy the band Goose. We got a new Goose hat, which is Red Rocks related. Some Steal Your Face gear. Some tie-dye stuff. A lot of knit a lot of knit beanies and hats. And then a good amount of a Polar Tech and some, some vests that are going to look pretty sweet by that fireside after a day long of skiing and snowboarding. Awesome. Uh, TGR, I love the collaborations. I love the uh, the clothes, the, the hoodies, just everything that, that they, the, the merch is fantastic. Go find the truck, I'm sorry, the Stokemobile, and <laughs> get your own. Sam, thanks for joining the program. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. That was Sam Tenenbaum. He's with the TGR Stokemobile. They're here at the Country Ski Expo all weekend long. Come find them. All right, that's going to do it for us from uh, the Country Ski Expo here in Hanover, Massachusetts. I'm going to go find Mike Specian and uh, bug him into a new pair of boots, maybe. Um, if you're interested in coming to the show, please do. It is uh, here all weekend at the Hanover Warehouse at 389 Columbia Road. That's Route 53. In Hanover, the warehouse is located right behind Tractor Supply Company. Um, tons of signs. You, you really can't miss it. Uh, and they are here all weekend. Friday from 11 to 8, Saturday 11 to 8, and Sunday 11 to 5. Come on down, uh, get stoked for skiing, grab a new product, and uh, get some new skis. It's plenty of stuff here and plenty of stuff to do. Uh, that's it for us. I am Eric Wilber. This is the New England Ski Journal Base Camp Podcast. We'll see you uh, next time in studio. Bye. New England Ski Journal's Base Camp is a Siemens Media podcast. Siemens Media. Inspiring, informative, insightful.